You're listening to Voices of Value, a selection of valuable insights designed to help you get more out of your professional and personal life through simple and easy-to-adopt life lessons. If you're keen to enjoy a better quality of life at work and at home, sit back and join the conversation with your hosts, Peter Kakos and Rick Rushton. Welcome to Voices of Value, episode 14. We are back with the beautiful, the wonderful, the amazing Bianca Chatfield. So much great feedback after last week, Rick. What an absolute, uh, what an absolute superstar Bianca is. I sound sort of making this sound like she's not even sitting next to me still. I know, but this she's is weird. Is. <laughs> well, last week we learned about her absolute uh, rise through the ranks of elite netball, but I think uh, when you're around an elite operator, you see that they're actually quite talented in other areas of their lives as well. And so, is one of those fixing your microphone stands? Yeah, you did that well. Yeah, that so was just, just so you know, it's impressive. For those, our <laughs> listeners who have been with us all the way through, we had Craig Williams uh, as our first interviewee. Our next interviewee is Bianca Chatfield. There's a bit of a gap between uh, Willow's about five three on a good day and about uh, fifty three kilos, ringing wet, and uh, we've got Bianca who's Chiming in at a fraction over 188, I think, not quite That's 190. Right. We don't need to go into weight, no, do we? No, 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 no. <laughs> what I'm right. saying, what I think is, I think it's very appropriate for your height. That's all I'll say. Okay, okay, so that's thanks. magnificent. <laughs> so, Bianca, last week you shared with some wonderful learnings about some of the mentors in your life and the people that you associated with and surrounded yourself with. You are now that person for young people, and I know that's something you're incredibly passionate about and doing a tremendous job. I'd love to hear more about, you know, where that, um, where that vision is taking you now and uh, I guess what's, um, what's lighting the soul of Bianca Chatfield these days. Well, you're right. It's like an ever-changing kind of world. Um, but I think when I went through the whole retirement process of being an athlete, there's something about giving back that makes you feel good too. And, you know, I, I spoke about that last episode around um, trying to do the things that do make you feel good because that's when you get the best out of yourself. Mm. And um, so for me, I wanted to have some connection with my sport. It's given me so much, m- much more than what I ever thought it would. Uh, and so I wanted to be able to share some of that knowledge that I'd learned along the way and, and help other girls that are potentially, you know, on their track, whether it's to play for Diamonds or to play for Vixens or just do something within the sport that makes them proud. And so I started up my own Netball Academy, which we base out of Victoria University in Melbourne. Um, and that is, yes, it's about skills, but it's more a holistic approach to giving young girls between the ages of 13 and 17 and a high performance environment where they can train in. We do some leadership work with them. We have dietitian talk about nutrition. We have sports scientists work with them. And it's just pretty much to go, here you go. This is what it could be like for you. Here's a bit of a kind of touch point with it all. And no matter what you want to do with it next, that's completely your choice. Mm. But we just wanted to. So what age are these girls? So 13 through to 17. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so what I'm hearing there is we can set you up for a chance to have a crack at your netball career. But ultimately, we've just set you up to have a great crack at life. Absolutely. (laughs) And I just know, especially when you look at, you know, I've gone to uni. I'm a trained teacher like I'm a PE science teacher and I was in schools teaching part-time while I was playing for Australia and it was I mean it was hard to kind of even have a job proper job but teaching like that wasn't for me in that structure in that 9 to 3 30 like the repetitive cycle of it was not for me at all but this is where I feel like I bring in those skills anyway um, and you can use sport as a vehicle I guess to take girls out of you know getting involved in drugs and alcohol and you know sport provides so much of a platform for young kids and that's where I think it's important that we showcase what it can really do 
So that's kind of one area of what I work in at the moment. Um, you know, I do love the leadership space. I do love learning more about it, but also being able to go into businesses and run a workshop or do a keynote just around leadership and the values that you can bring to whatever place you're working in and, and how you the value of learning and building relationships with all of those people that you work day in, day out. You mm. know, you spend more time with your work colleagues than you do with your family. And a lot of the time we don't even get to know each other in a way that can actually help. Yeah. Um, so I love that space. And um, I'm also with my – I've got a business ignition project. It seems like I do a million things, but I just <laughs> like doing little projects. Yeah. Uh, I, so an online program, the Ignition Project, which is online leadership personal development programs uh, and I've just uh, done a deal with Rebel Sport where we're writing an online leadership program for young female athletes. So they award Rookie of the Year in all the major sports. Um, Rookie of the Year gets sponsored by Rebel Sport but part of that is they also have a resource which I'm providing which is an online program for them to do to kind of upskill them for about what they're about to take on. How special is that, Pete? Incredible, isn't it? Um, What I'm hearing there though is there's a failure to commit to one thing here is what I'm hearing. (laughs) Absolutely. The theme was running through last uh, episode. Yeah, it was a lot. But what I'm hearing here also (laughs) is in all seriousness you're hearing these mum and dad. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we did. Mum and dad are saying what is going on? This is not the daughter we raised. Do you have a real job? <laughs> and, no. and that's when I say I'm doing crazy things like I want to do the block because I love renovating and everyone's like, you're an idiot. And I'm like, no, why wouldn't you? Why it's, wouldn't you? It, like, I just think it's an adrenaline rush. I think I'm addicted to the adrenaline rush of it all. That you know, have a go. Who cares? It could be the worst or the best thing that you do, but you make it whatever you want it to be. But what I hear from you is I hear that it really, really wouldn't matter what anyone else thought about you so long as you feel like you're on track. And that's not to say that you're you know, ignoring feedback. What I'm saying there is, is that if you don't value the person, you're not going to value the feedback. We talked about that last episode. But here what I'm hearing is have a go. You either win or you learn. And yeah. so it's a win or a learn, not a negative. There's no real negative card in your deck from what I can hear. Well, no. I mean, there is, but I just keep them internal. Yeah, that's okay. Shut them up. (laughs) (laughs) Incredible infectious personality on the block and and speaking to the the sort of crew and so forth on the block. People just loved hanging with B and Carla and uh, really fun people and just great attitudes as well. And And for those that don't know, we use Pete as our real estate agent. And despite that, you got a good result, so that's good. We got a great result. (laughs) We're stoked. But when we first met you, Pete, you came into our apartment and you had two six-foot-two girls standing there talking to you, (laughs) wanting you to basically sell your skills to us. What did you think of us the first day that we... Met. Oh, I just I love the vision uh, that that you girls had for what you wanted to do, and the block is hard work. From doing the block last season, I realised that it wasn't a twelve week sort of show. It was more like a twenty week because of the work and effort that needs to go in post as well. Um, is incredible, but along the way, you need to be coachable, so you need to listen to what the uh, the builders and, 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 and the designers and so forth, whatever they're doing, even though you were doing most of that yourself, but certainly the builders as well. So you have to work in a collaborative environment and do that well, but you also need to put in and do the hard yards, um, with, you know, with the painting, the styling, the heavy lifting and stuff like that. The girls got involved in everything yeah. and, and talking to the builders post, it was, like, it was incredible because it, it helped them and made their job a lot easier. But getting back to your initial question, you had the vision, you knew what you wanted and you girls were going for it. <laughs> you knew exactly what needed to be done and, and this. And you also knew the roles that each had to play. 
Like I, I know, and and Carla, like um, just love it a bit. She's she's just awesome, Carla. She said, "B's my captain." She <laughs> she was my captain, and she's still my captain. So so, so she knew the part that, that she needed to play as well, and and the synergy was just incredible from day one when I saw them to to yesterday when I when I when I saw them again. It's just the, the friendship has got stronger, um, but they just knew what what part to play, and they knew where they were going. And they were going to get there. And that's another thing that, like, in hindsight, I've learned very well from sport is everyone has to play their role. And if you try and get involved in too many people's jobs that you're not an expert at, you're only going to make it a lot messier for everybody. And so Carla and I both had that attitude that with Pete and Michael, we're like, you're our real estate agents. You tell us what to do in your world yeah. and we'll do all the other stuff that yeah. we need to do. Same with our builders. You tell, We'll carry everything up to you. You then do your job. Um, and I think that works whether you're in a business or whatever kind of team environment you're working in. Everyone has to have a real clear position description mm. and you need to be okay to just stick within that, do that well because it's actually going to benefit everybody else. So know your role, do your role. Absolutely. And I think what I heard with Carla was really it wasn't that you were leading leading by direction. It was collaborative servant leadership. It was kind of like you're my captain servant. and I, I'll, I'll <laughs> oh, follow captain, on. My captain. That's it, yeah. I'm sort of picturing that. But, um, you <laughs> and know, I'm it, also the one, that I'm, you know, I'm sure you can tell, um, that I'm just happy to say things straight up, whereas Carla was a bit more reserved. Yeah, what I'm hearing there is no filter, but that's okay. <laughs> yes, and so yeah. quite sometimes I would like shoot my mouth off yep. and I could see Carla with his fear in her eyes like, what are you doing, Bianca? Shut up. It's like when Pete introduced <laughs> me to you for the first time and you said, hmm, I thought he'd be a lot taller based on his voice and, you know, I, I, I got that and I heard that and I felt that. But, but getting back to your work with young women, because I'm very passionate about this at the moment. Um, you know, I've got a teenage daughter and it worries me in the social media rage be yeah. and it worries me with you know, you know Kim Kardashian having so many followers and they can be I influenced. Love the Kardashians, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just <laughs> saying, you know, I'm sure it was the same for our parents growing up, and I'm sure it was uh, you know for their parents too. But you know, whether it be rock and roll or whether it be social media, there's going to be some challenges, especially with you know uh, all the stuff that's out there at the moment. I, I, I struggle to think what it'd be like to be a young lady growing up in 2018 as we're about to head yeah. to 2019 with all the mixed messaging around social media and body image and who do we follow and who are the who are the role models what's your what's your sort of take on all that Whew, that's a big one um, we, we asked the hard eating questions yeah. here. just before you answer that are you still following Miley Cyrus <laughs> no I, once she started twerking mate that was it for me I was yeah. just a wrecking ball <laughs> didn't do it for me so I'm, I'm more into your classic sort of I'm in Katy ta- Perry Tay Tay oh, Katy Perry pink oh, been to all of them with Amelia she loves them all <laughs> Well, social media, like on the Kardashians, I do watch. It's one of the reality shows I do love watching. But when you flip it on its head, away from, you know, how they've made their money and things, they are so clever the way they run their businesses. Sure. Entrepreneurial, they go after whatever they want and they create something out of nothing, Mm. right? So you can kind of look at them like that. They can be good role models in that way. However, putting nude photos on Instagram is probably not a good way to get lots of followers, but that's what they do sometimes. So the good and the bad. Um, For me, social media, I've got a real love-hate relationship with it. I know it adds value and I know you have to do it to some extent. Um, But I feel like it's exactly like when you're looking for those role models in your life, the people that you follow on social media do predict what happens in your day and how it makes you feel during the day. So Mm. if you're following a lot of people who you want their body or you want to be like them, 
but you can't be like them, then it gives you all these negative feelings about yourself mm. because you can't be that. So how do you coach young women around that? Well, it's about making those choices that everyone who you follow on social media needs to be somebody that does make you feel good about yourself. Mm. Not, you know, I know that sounds really like fluffy, but it's just, again, you surround yourself with great people in the real world. Mm. You have to do that on social media too. And there are some, you know, aspirational celebrities out there that you might want to follow and that's okay. They're not, they don't all have to be people that you can meet, Mm. but I think it's, yeah, making sure that your followers are those people. So what I'm hearing there is it's not so much life management, it's choice management. So yes. you just choose who you're allowed to come into your headspace. No one gives you permission to feel bad about yourself unless you let them. And so yep. it's all about that. And I think the other thing that I'm hearing when I when I hear you talk as well is that you're very clear on who you are as an individual. What happens if, if young women aren't that confident, don't have that belief about who they are and they're looking for some sort of outside influence to determine who they are? What would be your message to them? Yeah, well, I, you know, I think it's an ongoing thing to actually believe in yourself and love yourself for who you are. And it's not something that comes easily to me, probably, the, you know, me a few years ago. It's certainly something that I've learned and that's evolved and that I'm like, if, if I can't love myself, then who the hell mm. else will? And if I can't believe in what I want to do, then nobody else is going to. Um, but I'm constantly surrounding myself with listening to podcasts, listening, reading, you know, just everything that can kind of up my vibe that makes me feel great. Again, I've got to be in amongst it. And I think that's really important for people. And I also think we look we look at the next generation of people growing up, young girls, young boys, whoever it might be, we as older people need to put ourselves in their world and actually experience what it's like. Mm. So we can't just stand back here and judge and go, oh, you know, millennials, they're like this and they don't wait around and they just you know, want everything and they want it all now. But try and live a moment in time in their world great, and see great, what it's great like. Play, isn't it? Great flip. That's a great, that's mm. a great mindset flip, that one, yeah. when you think about it. And, you, you know, I learnt that purely you know, as a captain. When I was, what, 32, 33 when I was captain of Vixens at the very end. And some of the girls in the team were 18. Mm. And, you know, again, I had that choice. I either be like, you know, I'm too much, I'm older than you guys. You guys do whatever you like <laughs> over the side. Or flip it and go and spend time with them. Get their energy, this youthful energy that they have and be like they are. And one of the things they did was communicate via Snapchat. Everything was Snapchat. No text messages. That was all kind of old school. Yep. And so I got on Snapchat and I would spend probably an hour at least every day communicating with all these girls because that is how they did it. (laughs) And you know what? It was so fun and it got me out of my own head and my own old body struggling to play netball anymore. And I got to experience life like they did. And it's so cool being a young kid again. Yeah. So I think we all have to kind of make that decision to sometimes spend some time in someone else's body. It's a great point. And you know, we talk about the metaphor of you're in the, either in the stands or you're on the court. You're actually sort of playing. Good metaphor to use in this sort of situation. <laughs> but we're so quick to commentate, are we, and to judge mm. without actually – and that's real empathy, actually putting yourself in someone else's shoes. Absolutely. But you've gone to another level and gone, well, let's let's live the day in the life of – Maybe yeah. if we did that. Yeah, and exactly. I love that in the business sense as well as uh, I've known businesses that, that totally just change their, their roles for a day and you go, I might go into accounts and mm. accounts might go into sales. and CEO and goes just, onto the floor uh, exactly and, and right. deals yes. with the customer. Well, Coles yeah. do that, yeah, don't they? Do. they? The yep. C- so yep. whoever comes in at Coles, they have to spend a week in a store on the packing floor. shelves, 
doing yep. the deli, night shift, all of that. I prefer Woolworths, but that's okay. Yeah, Sorry. That's right. yeah. And the CEO even <laughs> the did it. Like the new CEO had to come in and do their week. And yeah. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, and Cole's, you know, the, the club we mm. spend a little bit of time at together, B, every uh, every week or so, uh, has a great deal with Coles at the moment, helping to. So uh, our president said, make sure you support Coles by shopping there and shoplifting at Woolworths, Pete. So that's a story for another <laughs> time. I, I don't think that, that was quite what Eddie's intent was, but it was quite humorous. But in terms of getting back to social media for a sec, because, mm. you know, I do get to see uh, Bianca working with young netballers at the Magpie Netball. And um, I say to young draftees that get drafted, I go, you know, they're 17, 18 year old kids. They come with their phone hooked to their right yeah. thumb and they're ready to go with it. And I go, are you on social media? Yeah, absolutely. Are you, who's the best player here, do you think, at our club? They normally go Scott Pendlebury or they'll, they'll pick a real elite leader, Pete. And they'll say, oh, that'd be that person. I go, okay, do you reckon you're going to be as good as him game one, 2019? They always say, no, of course not. Great. Just so you know, he's been 15 years in this program and even he cops negativity on social media. Yeah. So you might want to go and talk to him about how he handles that because if you're not as good as he is, guarantee your first game, if you get the first opportunity to go to the ball and you fumble it, it's going to be across social media. So you better learn how to deal with that now before that game arrives. So why don't you go and speak to a great leader like Scott and he'll actually talk yeah, you through wow. it. They, do you know that's that was one of our biggest fears with the block is because netball, you, you're in this little bubble, like it's a lot of positive stuff around being a netballer. You know, you don't get a lot of negative media, but the block, you completely open yourself up to everyone around Australia having an opinion on what you're doing, what your room looks like, your attitudes, all of that. And part of the block is the social media that comes with it and your Instagram. And so we were actually getting ready for lots of nasty comments. And and I'm one that, again, it's probably just my like make a choice. I'm like, I don't read it. Like Mm. if people comment, yeah, sure, you read some of that stuff, but I can't read it. Whereas Carla delves into it, loves it, loves reading what everyone (laughs) thinks will go on every different forum she can. Yeah. Yeah, And she'll be like, oh my God, they said this about this and this about this. And I'm like, oh, it just hurts my head kind of getting into that vortex of negativity but some people love it so Mm. so in saying that it's a negative social media with all the trolls yes it can be but also some people it's their entertainment to get involved in that and to read that and if they can handle it then i guess we have to be okay with that too and you need to be able to handle it if you're going to read it that's the thing. Yeah. But, and I wonder if that a lot of people who do read it, if they can handle it. Well, I don't know if they well, can well or that, not. And again, that's that's a choice. I mean, you've got to decide within yourself, is this something, are you thick-skinned enough to sort of handle this? Mm. Yeah. Is Do you do we want to go down this path? You know? Well, social media doesn't come with an instruction manual. It just says, no. get on it. <laughs> everyone's yeah, trying every, to do it. Everyone's trying to do it. And, yeah, and, and they figure it out as they go. I think, I think the best button of all is um, unfollow but stay um, stay friends. I think Mute. I think a lot of us mute. Do you know you can do that? Oh. Here's a lesson for you all. You can mute people on Instagram so they still think you're following them but you don't see any of their feed ah. or any of their comments. See, that's, that's, see, that's, that's a nice soft, gentle way to let them yeah. down. That's a value-added sort of little tip there from Carla. That's Carlin. right. That's how and ne- next episode. Yeah. It's not, oh, yeah. it's not oh, sorry, Carla. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. When you were talking about Carla loving it, I was thinking a oh, picture of you, Bianca. Yeah, Good pick up. Yeah, well picked up. Uh, <laughs> could you edit that out, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> nope, it's going in. It's staying, it's staying in. in. Okay, fair enough. Um, but yeah. we mentioned um, we mentioned Bianca's book uh, at the end of uh, last episode. But Bianca Chatfield and Lee Russell have written a great book. Do you called, know who Lee Russell is? Yeah, Lee Russell is a leadership expert. Oh, she's also the CEO of Swimming Australia now. That's mm. I was just leading into that. So. <laughs> who went through a massive cultural shift and she's been driving that from a fair way back just she, quietly. She has, absolutely. So, Did you um, 
Maybe that's another episode. But did you know a lot of the swimmers and, and so forth? And what would you say the culture of this? No, actually, let's not go down that path. But it'd be interesting to know, though. Cultures of other sports, though, I think um, would be an interesting one. Well, Australian cricket's yeah. just gone through a massive one at the moment. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that's Do you know the one going? culture that I love reading about, like from a positive point of view, is um, the All, the All Blacks. Blacks. Yeah. Yeah, I love, yeah. like, as much as we're meant to hate New Zealand as yep. Australians, I love what they're about, what they've done. Yep. and But how they carry it on. Because mm. I think you can have a great culture within a workplace, but it should be not about the people that are in the room. You mm. know, it should be there no matter what, and yep. it carries on no matter who's still there. It's called Legacy. It's a great book. It's a great and, book. Uh, mm. But Pete and I have been lucky, uh, Bianca, to speak with Gilbert Anoka, who's the high performance coach of the All Blacks and has been for some time. And you know, his ability to make sure that it's passed on through, you know, each generation of the All Blacks. It's almost expected that that's how it would rock and roll. And I just think that, you know, when I see elite cultures and when people come to our culture at Collingwood and you, you'd mm. find this too people just go you just fence, sense it you feel it you know it yeah. everyone who's gone through an all blacks culture just say, says the same thing yeah but it's about them doing the little things and you know and they constantly keep doing the little things whereas sometimes yep. once you win a premiership or you do something successful people go oh gosh it's all about the big things now and yeah. we forget about all the tiny little things that we do that kind of add up to that yeah it's moments isn't it it's just all the little moments that lead like into that massive like the little marginal moment. gains yeah. that you kind of make along the way little one percenters can, can I just get back to the book. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah, we we're just having off, a we chat. Went off, we went off topic. No, 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 no. It's great. But I did. Well, I just want to make sure we didn't forget to me- to mention the book called mm. Game On with Bianca Chatfield and Lee Russell. But um, great way to supercharge your career and build the life you want. But some some great stuff. And I think you've written the book um, as as like a little like your own little personal coach, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a little manual, and that. I wanted it to be that size. So what do you call that? D five or something is the size of it. Yep. Yeah, you Let's boys are like deep. whatever. <laughs> just sounded right. I wanted it Pete, to be. See how we follow 20. the leader. See how we follow the leader. Yeah. She said that's what it is, and we went, like, we see it. Okay, yep. okay. We want it to be something where you can like write in it, scribble in it, highlight things, go to it whenever you want. You don't have to read it front to back because mm. I certainly wouldn't ever read a book. No offense to anybody, <laughs> but I would not really read a book from front <laughs> to back. I would either like to just get into it. Put the in book away, Rick. Yep. Surely just, it's in chapters that I can separate. Oh, you'll love it because the you know, power of connection. Yeah, look, I've written it that way. I've written it with you in mind. Really? Yeah, just someone who you know, time poor summaries at the end, just to go. But it's not we'll about see, that book today. It's, it's, it's game, <laughs> game on. It's uh, look, Christmas is coming up. You can give a high tech bloody gift to your daughter or, or even your son or you can give a high touch one and what a great book it is it's sort of easy to read oh look high tech or high touch, touch there you go you, I know that's going <laughs> to show up somewhere on one of the uh, meetings that you're in coming forward uh, Bianca but you know the reality is is that we're looking for gifts to put under a tree when we can actually give a gift that's going to go into our daughter's heart and I, I am very passionate about this at the moment because uh, Bianca and I have just very quickly chatted off air about Dr. Bridie O'Donnell who had a whole role created for for her. Mm. She uh, needs to come on this she, show. Well, she'll be the next, you know, we, we're doing it in order of height. So we went from Willow at the lowest, uh, Bianca to the top. We'll do you in a couple of years. Uh, well, I'm, <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I'm going to wear the 70s platforms that day and I might nudge 5'5". Five five. But look, um, I'm on good terms with myself, Pete, so I'm not going to take that as criticism. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. learnt from Bianca mm-hmm. that you just don't Get need that to. B. But if you Got were, it. write it down. In, um, in, in a way of maybe bringing this all to a head, if, if you could get back in touch with that teenage girl growing up, knowing what you know now, before mm. the game of netball found you and you found your place in it, what would be some of the things that you would sort of, uh, if you could get into that ear of a young teenage Bianca Chaffield, what would you be saying? Oh, 
Far out. That is a hard one. I think my the worst thing that I ever did, and I did it constantly, was compare myself to others. Oh, great. One. Whether that be as a netballer, as a person at school, like comparing myself to my friends, whether it be about how I looked or, you know, how smart I was. I always did that and it drove me. I didn't realise I was doing it. I didn't realise how much it got to me until I kind of saw the value of not doing it. And then once I – and I still have to remind myself now that if you're having negative thoughts, quite often it's because you're comparing yourself to somebody else. And, you know, social media, Instagram, that's everyone's highlights reel Mm. that we all have to remember. Edited version of your life. No one puts up – like even – you know, as much as I think I like to be true and authentic and real, I'm putting filters on those photos on Instagram. Like, yeah, that's yeah. just what you do. Mm. So, yeah, d- I wish if I had my time again, I would not be comparing myself all the time to other people. However, it's taught me a lot and I'm probably a better person from learning about not doing that and kind of the value you have when you can just be good enough and strong enough in your own skin. What a great gift that would be to give to your family members. Just that message there from uh, Bianca. I think that's really amazing. You know, I often say to my daughter, don't let someone's highly edited life mm. be measured against your unedited life. I mean, get me the show. I say tweet back or you know, text back and say, show me the photo at midnight when you're waking up realising that your credit card's in debt. <laughs> um, show me that photo. Don't, don't show me all the success photos. Show me the challenging yeah, photos. What we all yeah. know is that what people put out there in their social media feeds is not really who they are. And no. I think that that's an important thing. But to be able to say, if you're comparing, you've got maybe the chance for envy to come in. Whereas yes. if you're if you're aligning and saying, there's where my growth strategy is, or that's where my growth opportunity is, that's where a, maybe a great yeah. lesson would be to, to, you know, to maybe take on board. And there's room for everyone to be successful in the world so a lot of people we get caught up in comparing you know i want to be a real estate agent and i'm competing against pete being a real estate agent and both of us can't possibly be successful and that again is another crazy way to think about Mm. things like we all have our place to be successful no matter where it is Mm. you just got to find your own path but you're an abundant thinker so you you don't think for me to do well you have to do poorly (laughs) yeah it's almost like for us to do well it doesn't really matter we can all do well accordingly which then gets back to you know especially the space of being a female in this current landscape is that supporting each other and encouraging each other that is okay and that's what we should be more about than bringing other women down who are potentially doing better than what we are because that I think is a really unhealthy and negative um, space to be in when you think like that. Well, this has been enlightening, it has been informative, and it has been absolutely inspirational. Has it been Bea? fun? It's been fun, and <laughs> it's, it's been, been my favourite for the year, I'll be really honest. Oh. We've, we are 14 episodes in now, and it's been my favourite by a long stretch, partly because of the fact that, you know, if you're actually in the studio as we're recording it, you just sense the authenticity and the absolute vibe and the energy that, you know, Bianca brings to the table, and uh, I'm hoping you've got the gifts. But Rick, for me, this is why we started this. Yeah, it we is. wanted to bring. We called it. We we sat around that day and and when chewed over ideas and names and so forth. Yep. But we wanted to bring value. That's something we've always been about. Yep. And and the voices of value for all areas of life, and whether it be the sporting arena, the business arena, the the home arena. But B has just encapsulated so much and and given so much of her time and wisdom and insights for us, and we are 
so grateful and thank you. And um, I think she needs to be a regular next year. There's a few people that want that chair. I'll just put it out there, B. There's a few people that are telling us that. But again, before we just do got a call sign from off. Carla. Carla is <laughs> <laughs> but before we do sign off again, it's Game On, a great book to get this Christmas, available in all good bookstores, probably crap That's ones right. by now. Online. Uh, you can online. go to my website. No, yeah, what, oh, is get, website? what is the website? Just bianchatfield.com. It's pretty simple. So, yep. Just bianchatfield.com. Cut down the noise. Cut out yep. all the crap. Just, just get straight. Just keep it real, but game on. Bianca Chatfield and Lee Russell, supercharge your career and build the life you want. It is Christmas. It is a great opportunity to sort of you know, buy a copy to give away as well. Don't just buy one to give to your yeah, family. Buy ten. Buy, buy, you? ten. <laughs> <laughs> buy one, pay for pay for one, and, and get nine thrown in. Is what is that the special deal? That book is heavy. Postage, uh, postage would postage be a lot. A, postage <laughs> is a lot. But again, Bianca, on behalf of uh, Peter and myself, and Thank hopefully you, to all of our subscribers, please, if you've got some value out of this. Do share it. Make sure that there are young women in your life that are listening to this because there's a lot of mixed messaging out there and with the Me Too movement and it's all relevant. It's all got its point. But I think what I'm hearing here is Bianca's got the ability to cut through all the complexity of that and just give simplified messages to young women going forward. And that's something that I've got to tell you has currency right across the board. On behalf of everyone, Bianca, thank you so much for just so willingly stepping in and sharing your knowledge and being who you are and being a, a great light force for everybody else out there, let alone the young women coming through. No worries. Thanks for Thanks, having me, B. boys. Go the Vixens. <laughs> we trust you enjoyed listening to Voices of Value, a shared conversation between Rick Rushton and Peter Kakos. Their views are not necessarily those of the wider world, but they should be. If you're keen to enhance the quality of your life even further in the future, you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or your preferred podcast source. Our website is voicesofvaluepodcast.com, and we welcome both your feedback and ratings on the content we provide. Join the conversation again next week when Peter and Rick continue the search for truth, justice, and the value-added way.